Welcome to my first recording of this new venture into my podcast. It sounds weird saying it because, I mean, this whole thing is weird. I didn't think I would be talking to a mic with nobody here and, you know. But we're doing it because this is something I committed to doing, so welcome. Uh, I am, you know, when I, when I, when I started, when I put this whole thing together, a part of me was thinking, how am I going to start? Because I don't know. I mean, like, I didn't want to just start with, with an interview. Right. So I wrote down a bunch of topics that I want to, I want to talk about, but more so find relatable to whomever is listening or watching this. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like the common ground we all have, if you're listening, is work and success has become a real top priority for most people these days, for whatever reason. Uh, I mean, that's where I spend a lot of my time, at least, is working. And so I felt like maybe I should start with giving my background, but more so the pursuit of success what I'm doing now and the purpose of this, of this venture of this podcast. Um, so I, I, you know, if I go, if I go backwards and just give you a quick rundown, I was someone that didn't know. I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. Um, I knew early on that I, that I wanted to do something that I love, but it required me experimenting and jumping jumping around, not on purpose, uh, but rather through trial and error sampling. And then ultimately, at least in my journey and story, getting fired from probably 90, 90% of the jobs I worked at. Uh, my first job was Jack in a box. Uh, and I worked there for three days and I quit. I, I, I hated, I hated it. I disliked the people I work with. I never went back to even pick up my paycheck, uh, and then from there on out, it was pretty much just getting fired left and right from all these different jobs. I tried out, I, I worked at Lucky's. I worked at a lot of the electronic stores that maybe one or two still exist, but most of them don't exist anymore. Circuit city, good guys, comp USA, uh, fries, Best Buy. I worked at all these stores fired from all of them. <laughs> and that led me to want to really move from what I was doing into something more challenging and rewarding simultaneously. And I was introduced to, this is probably, I mean, I'm fast forwarding here, obviously. I don't want to give you guys, you know, the whole details of everything that I did. But this is probably now around, I started working at around in the 96, 97-ish era uh, and then all the way till 2004, 2005, somewhere in there. Uh, I also worked at dealerships. I also worked at car dealerships. So as a car salesman, I worked in the service drive of a, of a, of a car dealership. Uh, but I started doing mortgage and real estate around two, between 2005, 2006. And I strictly did it because, uh, because of the money. 
Um, there was no passion there. It was an opportunity I saw to make a lot of money. And uh, most people in that in, in mortgage and real estate during that time made a lot of money. And, but it was still something that I, I didn't love. It was something that was just kind of the, the, the stepping stone, uh, a long stepping stone, because I, I did that for a few years, uh, into what was to come after. So once the real estate crash, I mean, obviously, if you are, are well-versed in the history of, of economics, uh, there was a real estate crash, and that was literally the climax of my career. I never, I, I stopped doing mortgage and real estate altogether, never looked back, and I saw an opportunity to now want to do something or create something, rather, that, uh, that I, that I want to do. Um, there was a lot of little jobs here and there while I started to pursue this endeavor. Uh, but ultimately what, what I'm doing right now was the endeavor I pursued. So I am, I, I, I currently run a, a luxury Rose company. Uh, the name of it is Rose Shire. I am a co-founder. The other co-founder is retired. Uh, and I'll, I'll give you that story. When I had this, the idea started with, with an, an app for Facebook to basically create something where people could buy and send flowers to each other. And my background is strictly, I mean, well, I just gave you my background. There is no fucking app or technology related knowledge there. Uh, nor do I know anything about flowers, uh, or at least that point in time. It was an idea I had, and I wanted to pursue it just because I saw, again, an opportunity. However, I also saw and did a lot of research in what industry could use an update. So this idea was during the climax of apps becoming popular on Facebook. This is, I don't know where the iPhone was at this point in time. I, I, I think the iPhone was around, but um, I don't know the popularity of apps. I didn't have an iPhone. I had a BlackBerry. So Facebook was the place to, to build apps. That was where everyone was building apps at that point in time. This is around 2009-ish, 2010. And so uh, I don't have any plugs or hookups or anything in the technology space, at least that point in time. And I had no, no one in terms of resources in flowers. So I had to literally with no support, go find and plug these pieces together. So I was able to source and find somebody that could build this app. And I was able to find my co-founder that would help fulfill any orders if this app was to come to life. Uh, fast forwarding a little bit, the app failed. Now, before I get in, before I, I, I continue, I should tell you that me finding these people just was as simple as going on Google and literally putting people, just typing in florist or I mean, I don't know what I put in, app builder. I don't even know what search term I put in. But Google was my source to find both of these individuals. 
we, we, we ended up all working together. The app failed. Uh, my co-founder and I both decided to pull this app off of Facebook. And when I say it failed, I mean, we didn't get one order. I, I was able to source things and ideas to put the app together. The app went live and was probably live for, I don't know, let's say, let's say maybe close to a year and it, not one order. We didn't know anything. We didn't know any better. We had no experience in apps. And we, my co-founder and I decided to just completely turn around and pull the app completely off and just build a, a regular website, rebrand the name and just call it something else and, uh, make it, make it more entertaining to buy flowers than other sites out there. I, I mean, it's, it's funny looking back now thinking that just the learning curve of going through this is failure so necessary in order to have success. And, uh, I embrace failure now. I mean, this is the reason I'm doing this because this could fail, but I don't give a shit. I've learned that you have to start in order to understand what's to come. And so, uh, we pulled this. And so going back to the story, you pulled the app off of Facebook, built this website and now with a little bit more knowledge and in between this period, again, I'm going real fast here. I was talking to a lot of investors and advisors in the Bay, trying to, trying to get more insight and help and support. And we, I got nothing in return, nothing, nothing, nothing. Uh, it was literally my co-founder and I trying to make this thing work probably now I, 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 so the app was maybe 2009. Let's just say this is now 2012, and this also failed. Uh, so we completely paused and re just and re looked at everything that we were doing, and we decided to do what no one else was doing. Now, in between this period, I was. I had a seed of a thought that was planted in my head by talking to a, a specific investor uh, that had a lot of experience, and he basically said, don't, don't play in the middle with everyone else. Either be the best, the most luxurious, the most expensive, whatever, or the exact opposite. Be the cheapest out there, the most simple, etc." So I went the route of trying to go luxury, expensive, different. This, this didn't really exist in the floor industry. So there was opportunity. On top of that, we decided to really focus on just one flower. So I did the research. I saw the opportunity on just selling one specific flower, the rose. And we decided to create a brand rather than an, just another flower service. Now, granted, obviously we're, we're, we are a service and a brand together, but the marketing portion of it was more brand oriented rather than, than a service. And so when, when we put this, and so of course the name Rose Shire, I should tell you that, uh, me having a love for movies, I'm also uh, a nerd, uh, undercover nerd. I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not a collector or hobbyist or anything like that. 
However, I, I'm very much into all a lot of the nerdy movies. And so the name Roshire, I will tell you, came from watching Lord of the Rings. Shire, the Shire, was from Lord of the Rings, but it happens to also be an English term, a real English term that means land. Rose Shire, Rose Land. So there's a name for you. Uh, so that's where the name came from. And so we launched Rose Shire in 2014. And between, uh, we launched August 2014. And between that time to January 2015, I want to say, and again, learning now between 2009 to 2014. So we got a little bit more experience under our belt. Our belt. We had a whopping maybe 20 orders in in between those months from August 2014 to January 2015. So now at this point in time, my co-founder is telling me, hey, I'm out. Basically saying, God, th- this is th- this is it for me. He doesn't want to put any more effort, money, work. He is he is of a different age demographic than I am. Uh, and so it was pretty much on me to make it work or allow this to fail. And I did my best to make sure pre-Valentine's Day or coming to 2015 Valentine's Day, anywhere and everywhere I could spread the information about this brand, they're going to know about it. So I literally just started spamming anybody and everybody I could find an email from about this brand, just putting together my own media PR and just and just throwing it out there. Of course, this strategy it doesn't it 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 can work, but for the most part it doesn't work because of what I just mentioned. It it looks like spam. And a lot of a lot of people in media are accustomed to getting tons and just a shitload of email from from individuals like myself or other entrepreneurs. And so it required a little more strategic process when I was sending out these emails. And so I decided to, I start, I, I, I looked at it like, all right, if I'm going to do this, let me just go to, to a top media publication, focus on that and find individuals within that publication that have written about flowers or covered Valentine's day. And so I found a gal uh, that, that wrote a piece. I don't know what, at what point in time she did, but, and I don't even know if it was Valentine's related. I believe it was, it was around flowers and I emailed her and I DM'd her on, uh, or messaged her on LinkedIn and she, sorry, let me, let me pause myself. The publication, I, I don't mind saying because it's public was Forbes prior to me finding her. I was emailing everybody at Forbes, everybody. And if there was no response, everyone came back saying, they're just not interested. You're too early. You have no funding, this and that. Just anything and everything besides saying yes. So I kept digging. I kept digging. And I found this gal. And I emailed her. She, she, had, she, she showed interest, and then she asked me if she could send me some questions that I could answer, and we, she could put something together. Of course, I said yes, answered her questions, and then 
she and then I was expecting it to show up and it didn't show up immediately and it showed up I believe two days two or three days before Valentine's Day and again this was it this is the last shot if Valentine's Day wasn't going to work for this brand or this or Roseshire this brand that we just created for the third time I don't we it, it was kind of just it was just the the end of it and that was the snowball effect. We ended up selling out within 45 minutes. I remember seeing the orders come in. It was just, it was very motivational and inspiring to see what consistency and persistency does. And that is something I've applied all the way up to this point. And something I'm a big advocate of is being consistent, but during that period of time, and then fast forwarding, Roshire's been around for nine years, um, and I've been doing this now for fourteen years in terms of 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 this venture into flowers. There are three core things I've learned, and it, they are consistency, passion, and discipline. With without a doubt, you must be consistent in anything and everything you do in your career and in your work. Uh, otherwise there's no point in doing it. Um, yeah. I mean, even look at these, the, in technology right now, in these apps, they all tell you, you have to post all the time. Otherwise the algorithm won't pick you up. So it's no matter where you look pre current or even future to have success in work, you must be consistent in what you do. Even more important than that is passion. You must love what you do. If you don't love what you do, there's no fucking point in doing it because you can be consistent, but your work is going to be half-ass. Passion is something that I will tell you took a second for me to have in this brand because, again, my dream wasn't to sell flowers. It was to, it was to make movies. So this is, this is obviously nowhere near that. However, doing it, doing the work, and creating what I have created has built that passion because I see, I, 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 I saw the opportunity and I built an opportunity for myself. And so I love what I've done. And so I continue to build on my passion within this company. And of course, the third discipline, this is something that I more recently have applied rather than the period of time coming to this point. That may be the reason why if someone was to ask me, do you find yourself successful? Uh, my answer would be no. Uh, I don't. The company has had success. I don't consider myself successful. And the reason why is because I feel like I've, I haven't done the most I could or am capable of doing because I never applied the discipline that I'm applying now. Uh, so these three things are, are, are literally the foundation of why I've been doing this now for nine years. I love what I do. I love the team I work with and I'm constantly learning and becoming and trying to become better in what I do, uh, as an employee and as a leader of this company. And obviously parallel to that. Uh, I see opportunity to engage further, but not so much. I mean, so now the purpose of this is I don't really 
I don't really have a goal in mind other than to just honestly just shoot the shit. Just have fun and and create engaging content and topics around what I like, what I love, um, and invite others to do the same on here as well. Uh, so that's a little bit of a, of a background on me. Again, I didn't, there's a, a gang load of topics I have, but I wanted to give a little feedback into, into my career and kind of why I'm doing this. Uh, so if you have feedback for me, I'd love that. Uh, but regardless, I will be putting out another recording here. Uh, you can, you can definitely bet on that. And I look forward to, uh, you know, creating, creating some more engaging and entertaining content for you that that's relatable. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Let me know if you have any feedback for me and until next time.